Welcome to El Cid's COVID in the Community, where I, Cole Hume, will interview members of the Cathedral Catholic High School community and hear how they are battling or coping with the novel coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. High school and college graduates, a segment of the U.S. population who has been recognized as being in one of the most unique and unprecedented circumstances during this pandemic, are searching for answers. As uncertainty circles nearly every aspect of life right now, the incoming undergraduate and graduate students feel the burden of this uncertainty as the fall semester is quickly approaching and decisions regarding housing and deposits are already occurring. Today, I will be speaking with author, MSN Clinical Placement Coordinator and Clinical Assistant Professor, Mrs. Nadine Cassidy Creek, due to her role as Graduate School Admissions Officer for the University of San Diego. She will give her insights into what incoming undergraduate and graduate students can expect next fall. Hi, Mrs. Cassidy Creek. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before we get into the admissions conversation and dialogue about the fall semester, I'd love if you did a brief introduction of yourself. Sure. Thank you, Cole. I'm happy to uh, be here with you. I am a parent of two freshmen at Cathedral Catholic High School here in San Diego. I'm also a professor at the University of San Diego uh, in the graduate program and on the admissions committee for the graduate school. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And so you mentioned that you are on that committee dealing with grad school admissions. And today, I think I'm going to have you touch a good bit on that. But also, I would like, love to hear your two cents on some of the undergrad admission issues right now. Um, and just to start off, with just so much uncertainty regarding on-campus learning next year, what kind of effects have you guys already seen on the grad school admissions process in terms of kids maybe placing their deposits or accepting offers? Well, luckily, we've actually seen very little change thus far. We have a full uh, freshman class already with deposits in place, and most of that was already in place before COVID-19. Um, we do expect some deferrals and some declinations due to COVID-19. I think we've had maybe four or five at this time. We have a huge uh, waiting list, and so we've already um, filled the class once again. Gotcha. How flexible are you guys kind of working with those deferrals um, and those alternatives? Uh, in terms of flexibility, are you asking if the student defers? Yeah, yeah. So if I, if I was choosing to go to grad school, what would that process look like for me if I felt like the fall semester um, just looked bleak and it didn't look like a good possibility for me and I chose to defer? How would that process kind of look? Well, it will be different for all colleges, and it may be even different for undergrad versus graduate school. But mm -hmm. at this time, um, if you defer um, for a variety of reasons, be it related to COVID-19 or um, other family issues, uh, there could be a myriad of uh, reasons. Then what happens is you would then go back on the uh, list for the spring. 
if that's what your desire would be. And you would actually um, be in the spring cohort um, as long as you uh, kept in touch with us and the um, payment for registration was in place. Um, so it's, it's for USD anyway, it's that easy that you could defer um, to the spring yeah. semester. Beyond that, I don't know how they will handle that. Um, but right now, that's what we have in place. Okay, gotcha. That's awesome. Okay, but in being a private institution um, with a generally more expensive tuition and as USD, do you guys have a little bit more fear about the possibility of more kids possibly trying to defer um, and maybe taking, maybe not as much with grad school, but especially with undergrad, just could you kind of give your two cents if you think um, USD kind of fears the possibility of kids opting for maybe a cheaper in-state or a Miracosta option? Well, um, yes, I can only speculate on that. That's probably a good question for an economist or the president of USD. <laughs> but um, what I can say is that we are expecting that there are some students that might prefer to stay closer to home if they're from out of town or even out of state to preserve their personal finances. Um, but it also may depend on their course of study. For example, informatics uh, may have an easier time to shifting to online study than those that require clinical placements or hands-on learning. Mm -hmm. So um, in dealing with that, we're considering at this point, depending upon what the course of study is, re-sequencing the curriculum and front-loading um, more of the theory type classes to the fall and then placing the more interactive hands-on learning to the spring in hopes that it will resolve that issue. We haven't seen thus far a, a drop, a significant drop at all, knock on wood, of um, kids making that switch. Um, but, you know, I'm in meetings daily and, and things are evolving very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's with grad schools, it's especially interesting because a piece of me would almost say that there's going to be more people trying to go that just graduated their undergrad and are almost thinking there's not really a workforce or a healthy workforce to go into right now. So might opt for an edu opt for grad school or opt for more education or um, something to that capacity. But yeah, super interesting. But as maintenance costs decrease, um, if let's just speculate even more and say that the fall semester um, is online and the maintenance of on-campus costs decreased. Do you think that that would correlate with a possible tuition decrease? Well, another good question. Um, being that it's unchartered territory, territory um, I do know that these discussions are taking place, um, but uh, to move swiftly to distance learning, um, the cost really has already uh, incurred the university millions of dollars that they weren't anticipating. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I I don't think that, uh, again, it's, it's my opinion, you know, the education piece, the content is still the same. It's the delivery method that's different. The qualifications of the faculty are the same. The end goal of learning the knowledge is the same. The degree is the same. So I'm not sure that tuition can be cut in that regard. It's really... Uh, USD does not see their um, switch as an online and, uh, class in the can. They see it as a carefully thought out distance, distance teaching and learning program using a variety of platforms in addition to one-on-one -on -one interactions with the professors. So 
it's a little bit more robust than just an online type of degree. So I don't know how they'll look at um, eliminating or decreasing costs with the education that they uh, that they Im- imbue. But uh, in terms of you know uh, probably you know uh, your um, parking fees would be eliminated your (laughs) dorm fees and probably books you know be all more uh, online stuff so i think there might be some trimming in those areas yeah absolutely um so you've been you've been mentioning that there just seems to be like you guys are having dialogues every day and it's just a constantly evolving situation for truly everyone right now but in those dialogues that you guys are having amongst admissions officers regarding the fall semester, would you guys say that you guys are optimistic or just kind of what type of attitudes are are you guys feeling? Well, you know, I think that we're cautiously optimistic. I mm-hmm. mean, previous years show that uh, enrollment increases um, when the economy is poor, believe it or not. Um, mm. And even those students that may take a gap year that may or may not due to sometimes they um, they uh, travel internationally. So if the if the non-essential travel ban is lifted, that may um, come into play. Um, I think that, you know, we do talk every day and we have plan A, B, C, and D that we're looking at so that we can, you know, pivot according to what what the comments are uh, from the CDC. We, we take direction from the governor um, uh, as well as the, obviously the president of the United States and our provost and our USD president. president. So all of that uh, dictates our direction. And having said all that, we're very hopeful that we will have students and faculty back on campus, even with some creative physical distancing, because we we all miss the synergy of academia uh, with each other. So we we are planning right now that summer is online, but even towards the back end of summer, we're looking to see, is there any physical distancing creative options that we can maybe bring in and late July or August. Um, and then fall, we're planning, uh, we'd love to have everybody back on campus with the regulations in place that uh, are dictated to us, yet simultaneous where we've got several other backup plans in case we will be online. So Absolutely. that's to be determined. Yeah. And, and I actually really appreciate your point from two questions ago, just to take a little back step. Um, you were talking about how sure you guys are shifting to an online, but it's not like all online formats are equal and that you guys are as USD trying to put as much effort as possible to make it as seamless a transition and as healthy an online environment as possible. Um, and I think that might be lost for some people because like obviously in going to Cathedral Catholic High School, I think some kids, I think Cathedral might have a drop in enrollment if we weren't to have a fall semester, but I think that that would be a little bit unfair because I do think that Cathedral will try to maintain their their level of quality even on the online format. So I appreciate your point on that. Yes, that's that's really a good point and something I've actually done a lot of learning on. In fact, last night I was in an hour and a half meeting with um, uh, uh, IT. They were explaining all kinds of platforms to us that we'll be using. And um, they've hired actually uh, quite a uh, robust staff to help all of us professors uh, learn and utilize all these um, platforms. So 
like I said earlier, and you spoke to the, the content and the um, the the qualifications uh, of the teachers. Yeah. Yes, they remain the same. It's the delivery method, and we are really hoping that the the delivery method is going to be uh, quite uh, th- as three dimensional as we can possibly make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's our hope. Yep, absolutely. Thank you so much, Mrs. Casty Creek, for joining me today. Uh, and just have stay safe, please. <laughs> Thank you for having me, and I wish the same for you and all your listeners, and I, I appreciate you uh, uh, getting a hold of me. Mm-hmm. I'd like to thank Mrs. Casty Creek for joining me today, as well as you for listening. Be sure to check out Sid next weekend for the next episode of COVID and the community. This is Cole Hume. Stay safe, everyone.